0: everybody this is pam at the paper outpost and this is the paper outpost podcast the joy of Junk Journals." we have made it through the storm it pretty much uh stayed out in the gulf and we just got some rain and wind feeder bands that uh left us pretty much unscathed other than a um a little broken pool cage uh uh but we, that can be fixed um stuff can be fixed every all the uh souls are safe And um, I'm wishing everybody else is safe as well. I hope you all fare well Um, and those who are still going through it. um, I'm sure there's some tougher stuff going on where the storm actually hit landfall that um, in this storm was called Idalia. Okay, so I'm going to be answering some of your crafty questions, getting to learn a little bit more about you and what you're thinking about and what you're doing. So let's dive right in. To this craft chat that talks about paper crafting, junk journaling, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. So here we go. Uh, Shopping mom 6 says, You make me feel better about my own craft space lol. Cutest pup ever. What kind is he? Maltese. He's a Maltese. Baby doll, Korean, baby doll-faced Korean Maltese. That's what he is. Um um, my little sunshine boy. And uh, Janie Anderson's Pam- Anderson says, Pam, stay safe. How about using a leaf stamp along with the real leaves? What a great idea, Janie. Um, why not? That would marry together beautifully. Um, and I think, well, I don't know if I can do it after the fact on the Mod Podge, but I want to show you the finished result of how that all dried and it's actually taking a couple days to dry. I checked it today and it's probably 95% dry except for where there was some really thick Mod Podge and um, what do I, I actually did off, okay so you saw me sprinkle the, uh, this is the video called Easy Junk Journal Storage Pouch for anybody who's wondering. It's a great way to store your junk journal papers, anything you mass make, ephemera, embellishments, um, signatures that are getting ready or being dressed to be put into a journal. However, you, you it's just extra storage space. Don't we all need that? And we can make it out of the papers that we have, which is wonderful. Um, so, yes, a fabulous idea, J.D. I will put that on the idea list. Okay, so since I last left you with the pouch, it was incomplete. I was waiting for the, the Mod Podge to dry. I sprinkled the glitter of different types on top. And then what you didn't see was I layered another layer of Mod Podge on top because I wanted to seal in the glitter because, as we all know, we don't love when we pick up something that's glittery and it comes off on your hands or your clothing or descends into the air or on the floor, any of that. We don't want, no, we don't want to deal with any of that. No, 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 no. So slopped some more Mod Podge on it and and now it's uh, going through its final drying day. Okay, so hopefully um, by tomorrow it'll be good. Um, Chirito Jimenez. Hey Chirito. Pam, great video. I needed this storage because I have been using bins. Did you make this video for me? Question mark lol. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. Don't we all need more storage? And then we have to remember what we put in the storage. So there you go. I wonder if I should have built in a little label on it. Maybe something where a label can be changed. Oh, that would be really cool. I have those little, um, you know, file cabinet plates where you can slip a different card in behind. Maybe I'll put that on this, on this, uh, that's a good idea. Uh, A changeable label would be advantageous in this world. I wonder how we can make one of those. Hmm, Let me think on that. I think it would be pretty easy, actually, maybe with some acetate. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty easy. Okay. Let's think on that. Don't forget that, Pam. Sunny, write it down. Okay. I have to remember to heart these. So I know I asked them. Okay all right pam ps um this is a patricia elements uh says how to make or this is on the video how to make easy fabric matchbooks for your junk journals so and no so shown um she said ps did i forget to say these fabric matchbooks ephemera are really cute shabby chic adorable okay there you go oh i said it oh i'm in big trouble now okay um all right, Kelly Lee says, "Stay hey, ha- sa- okay." She's referring to the Easy Junk Turtle Storage Pouch. Stay safe. Hope all goes well. Are those Canadian leaves? Do you remember ironing the fall leaves between your wax paper? Oh gosh, I don't know if I ever did that, but that sounds like a really cool idea. I think I would like to try that. I need to. I need to get a notebook to write these ideas down. Oh man, that sounds like a lot of fun. That that really sounds cool. Thanks for that idea, um, Kelly Lee. And Lily Creates says, and this is also referring to the Easy Junk Journal Storage Pouch video. Um, Good morning, Pam. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. <laughs> I am okay. I'm concerned about y'all with this hurricane. Please let us know how things are going for you. My son and his family live in Spring Hill and he evacuated here. I'm happy to for the unexpected visit, but hope things are okay down there. Yeah, we just had some uh, rain bands and wind, um, just some you know, blowing and, and really not much damage at all. I, I'm, uh, we were very, very blessed and lucky, so I count our blessings down here and praying for those who had a little rougher road. Um, Mello asks... Gothic altered paper clips, question mark. Um, Hi, Pam and Sunshine. Pam, how do you choose the book pages you use in your crafting? You always seem to have the right papers that pop in a journal. Um, Sometimes it's honestly just what I have on hand. Uh, I'll just go through and and grab a bunch and start putting them together. And you can can, um, modify them quite easily to get them to... Um, marry with whatever theme or style of journal that you have by adding non-bulking decorations such as rubber stamping, maybe uh, postage stamps, stickers, washi tape, hand drawings, your own art right onto the paper. Um, So it's not hard to get your papers to look like they were all purposefully designed for that book. Some people like to use the same type of paper all throughout. Some people use Only coffee dyed paper. Some people use multiple colors of dyed paper. Some people use uh, book pages, like old book pages, uh, sandwiched in between coffee dyed and regular white paper, regular printer paper, regular artist paper, um, watercolor paper, you name it, college rule paper. It's all good. It's all wonderful paper. It's the many faces of paper. Yeah, there, if I ever write a book, maybe that'll be it, the title. But um, um, probably not going to happen. Um, I think that uh, it things just come together. And if they don't come together, you help them come together. And we have the power because we have access to all our little um, tips and tricks and toys and colored pigments and glitter and bling and threads and sewing and different ways that you can unify pieces together um, to make it all look cohesive. Uh, Mello also asks, oh we did that one, never mind, M- Mello already asked, okay wait, next person. Ann Turner asks, oh this is one of my, my, my uh, early videos, how to make a junk journal out of an old book, part three. I don't... I here, here it comes. I'm getting in trouble. I don't understand why you spent so much time on the strip of cardboard for the spine when it wasn't going to be visible. Can you see it between the signatures? Good question. Actually, not a, not an abnormal question at all. Um, I'm just so used to getting, quote unquote, ad- assaulted on those videos because a lot of people um, were very upset that I took apart books um, to make books. So. Um, Actually that's a really good question and this was a junk journal that I designed using the hidden spine technique and um, I like to decorate the face of the hidden spine that faces you as you're looking through the book because in between the signatures there's often a gap in a handmade book because we don't have the physical power to press the book um, the way the bookbinders do because they use book presses. And we could, okay, I'm mean, probably not to the machinist level degree if those you know, industrial book presses really squeeze a book. You can use clamps and, and things like that. And I actually have a very old book press, uh, which I tried working and it, it really didn't go well. I think I'm using it more for a piece of art just to kind of harken back to the day and the time when they used to do um, the pressed books and things like that. Um, but I would say you do kind of see it yeah, I mean, the, I mean, at least in my books, I have um, usually three to four signatures in the average junk journal, and that middle piece is quite visible in, with using the hidden spine technique. Um, and if there's no hidden spine, if I went right through the cover to sew on the signatures, those spots in between the signatures are still visible, so I like to have something um, eye-appealing or eye-relaxing or eye-comforting or interesting decorated some, to some degree or at least something nice. Uh, maybe it's a, a thin lace fabric or uh, muslin or um, I've decorated it a little bit somehow with inks or stencils, something like that. So it looks sort of pretty when you go by. That was it. Um, Linda Rake asks, on the video, junk journal, flip through, vintage journal, shabby Victorian journal. Whew, that was a mouthful. Boy, I had some interesting titles back then, let me tell you. Um, do you have my craft that uses hankies? Linda Rake, do you have my craft that uses hankies? I'm not sure. Do you have a hanky craft? Maybe, maybe you could let us know what the hanky craft is. I know um, I like to use hanky, like vintage and antique hankies as pockets and things like that. Is that what you mean or, or, or was there something else? I'm not sure. Okay, we move on. Tammy Broussard asks um, uh, on the Gothic Altered Paper Clips video, always love to watch Pam at work or is it play? I'm, yeah, it's play. It's, I love to uh, play with paper and do. things and I love to bring you along for the ride so you can see exactly what I'm doing Um, it's just fun it's it's playful and um, it's I just am so so thrilled to know that other people are out there like we're unifying and finding each other other fellow paper lovers and realizing that the world is a pretty small place when you unite all paper lovers together because it's so funny how so many of us are fascinated with the feel the look the tearing the joy of paper it's such a simple thing we've been exposed to our whole lives and here we are just creating something out of nothing I just I just love that it's time well spent I think Um, and and friends from all across the world and that is that is just amazing and very cool. Um, Autumn Jones, uh, you know when we're sitting alone in our craft room thinking we're the only person in the world, like um, we're alone, time is going by and but then you start to realize there's, there's this whole community out there who loves to paper craft and share their ide- ideas and you know spread the word and just, just have fun with paper, it's kind of a cool thing. Okay, Autumn Jones. On the same video, Gothic Altered Paperclips says, Pam, how do you divide your time between making ephemera and constructing a journal? I can't seem to find a way to pull myself away from all your awesome tutorial videos on making ephemera. I've made four journals in a year, and I really want to make more. Thank you for your reckless abandoning and giving us all a bit of sunshine. Ah, that's awesome. Um, Okay, so yes, it's a balancing act. And I would say... um, Four journals in a year is pretty good. I mean, depending on the depth of the journal and the intricacy, I mean, it. journals take their time to put together. Um, I, I think the more you make, the faster you get at it. If you start to learn little tips and tricks along the way that can make your life a lot easier. But what's the rush? There's no rush. Um, remember to enjoy the journey. Um, yes, sometimes we make these for gifts and we want to get them done and all this and all that and all the fuss fuss and responsibilities in life and ta-ta-ta, but you know what? Just step back every once in a while, take a big deep breath and remember why you're doing this, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping it's so that you have fun, you you leave a legacy, you create something from nothing and, you know, obviously you fill in what the most strong motivator for you is here, but um, four in a year is pretty good, honestly. Um, I, uh, okay, dividing between time between making ephemera and constructing a journal. So I would say sometimes it's honestly how I feel. Like if I get up and I feel like constructing a journal that day, I'll construct a journal. And, or if I feel like mass making that day, something mindless and just punching paper hearts out of paper for hours, that'll be fun. Um Just making a bunch of matchbooks one day, that'll be fun, like, um, you know, junk journal matchbooks, not real matchbooks, and um, maybe, or making a particular embellishment that day and just, you know, making a bunch of those and kind of just tweaking my technique and trying this and trying that. Sometimes I just fall into the joy of something like that, or making the smalls, you know, the tiny little things um, that add that little extra pizzazz or punch or bliss or that type of thing is really fun. Um, and some, it's just the day I'll get up and like just say, okay, today let's do a journal. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, hard to say, but sometimes when you do mass make a lot or you do make a lot of embellishments, all of a sudden you've got plenty to work with and maybe it's time to make a journal. Time to make a journal to have these places have a home. Um, uh, Kelly Hards asks on the video tips and tricks to making a junk journal. You're thinking of a sunfish maybe? Um, I, th- I know it's talking about starfish, and there was this other thing, and I saw a picture of it, I looked, and I can't find the right name for it. It has a. Oh, I wanna find out what it is now, hold on. Okay, grand news, I have located the name of the weird starfish. Okay, it is called a brittle star or a brittle sea star. It looks like a hairy, skinny starfish. And they're also called br- brittle starfish. Okay. So I remember when I took this invertebrate zoology course in college, they had these. Now that's the name, brittle star, brittle starfish, brittle star. So if you want to look it up now, now we have the name, thankfully, oh my gosh, that was driving me bananas and batty pants. Let me tell you not knowing the name of that was just bugging me. Okay. Now we know. (laughs) Okay. Brittle B R I T T L E. Brittle star or starfish. Um, okay tips and tricks to making a junk journal that video um c l m s u n d h o l m uh, asks as i stated in my post on my last video i got hooked and have started to invest in a few tools i can't find fabrifix in the swedish amazon but i found FabriTech. oh i think i answered this on my previous uh craft chat so i'm just gonna squirrel ahead because um let's start here and that was a good question thank you very much for that and um uh okay, okay, let's see. A set of questions, okay. Charlene Anderson asks, Pam, how do you organize your ephemera? Have a great week. Okay, so I have two giant pools for ephemera. I have my downstairs place in my craft room where I call it my local ephemera, like I'm pulling from those ephemera things um, to make my own journals. And then I have my ephemera for my um, fundals, which are collections of old and interesting papers, antique ledger, old checks, old receipts, old postcards, old black and white photos, um, and, and that type of thing, old interesting book pages, music sheets, dictionary paper. I pull from the same resources. So what is in my craft room is also from the same sources that I have upstairs that go in the funnel. So we're all using the same stuff. I just carve out um, some for myself and bring it downstairs because otherwise I have to go upstairs for every piece and that just wouldn't be uh, efficient time-wise. But um, yeah, so okay, I, okay, I'll just give you a quick mental tour in my, my craft room. I have a bucket of postcards, a bucket of old handwritten letters, a bucket of what I would call miscellaneous. Yeah, okay, just imagine what's in there. There's some old newspaper, old receipts, old checks, old, you know, all those other things I mentioned. And then over yonder on the bookshelf, there's my original fundals I made for myself where I was just collecting different pieces of interesting things and then putting them in a gallon Ziploc bag. And then I would just take that whole bag over to my craft table and then craft with that for that journal as opposed to getting up and down a thousand times trying to get one piece for here and one piece out of that bucket. Um, Because when you're making things in bulk or en masse, it's too time consuming to do that. Even for one journal, it's too time consuming, I find anyway. Um, And then I have these two crates full of handmade embellishments and other things shall we just say that and other things Pam there are things in there that I don't even know that are in there and I really need to go through both of those thoroughly and 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 that and then I have my big giant steamer truck full of oh my god it's it's full of I know all sorts of really different cool book pages of all different types and so much stuff layered on top and so many hand half finished projects I'm embarrassed to say, but I think my goal this year is to turn all those half finished projects into full finished projects and release them to the universe um, to hopefully inspire others. So, there you go. So, um... I think as of this video this is probably the last day or the second last day of I think it's going to be the last day of the August 2023 special 25% off all digi kits the digital download version the jpegs um and uh you can get as many as you want you don't need a code you don't need a coupon just order them from my Etsy shop the paper outpost Etsy shop and um if you have an Etsy account, which I highly recommend worth setting up because if you ever buy a digital anything, it's always stored in your Etsy account. And that way you can, let's say you download the image images and you store them on your computer, but your computer goes on the fritz or you can't find where you stored them there. You could any day go back to your Etsy account and re-download them. They're always safely stored there waiting for you. If you use a guest account, I don't think... I think you can still access it somehow, but it's a lot harder, and sometimes you need Etsy's help, and it can be a whole rigmarole. So um, yeah, if you just set up an Etsy account, which just takes two seconds, um, I think um, you'll find it much easier to navigate if, you're, if you are interested in buying digital products from people. So there you go, folks. I hope that helps. I loved hearing your questions. You have the most amazing questions, and uh, let's keep having fun paper crafting, and I'll see you back at the table. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.